0: Your mind. Come a little bit closer. Ah, who, where was Possibly I've seen too much. Straight up, not to me. Destination now. Yeah. It's witchcraft. I will choose. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Home Wrecker Podcast, where we wreck and shatter conventional wisdom and ways of thinking by bringing alternative viewpoints to light in an attempt to not only change the thoughts and feelings most people accept as reality, but to obliterate them completely. I'm your host, the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, the lovely Monique.
1: Holla! Hi. Holla! Holla!
0: How are you doing?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Fantastic as always.
1: Ooh.
0: All right then.
1: So, couple things before we begin, oh. if I may.
0: Uh, you may.
1: One, I just before I forget. I am doing a group hypnotherapy session on Tuesday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It's online. It's on Zoom. It's an inner child heal and play group hypnotherapy session. And tickets are available through Eventbrite. The link will be in the show notes. So if you're interested in doing some awesome inner child work, sign up.
0: Do it. Yeah.
1: Now. This is the more important thing I wanted to get to because I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Did you know that on the day this episode airs is exactly three years to the day we aired our very first episode? Of so this, this is podcast. our three-year anniversary podcast. Yes, April twentieth.
0: Wow. Yeah. No kidding. Yes. I can't believe we've been doing this for three years.
1: I know. Wow. Yes. And, and, our very and we're still this bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazing.
1: Ugh. Our very first episode was about aliens and UFOs.
0: Why wouldn't it be? Right? Wow. No kidding. No. Sh- wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So and I just sh- thought that was really cool. It. Because
1: Amazing. I, I happened to notice it's like Shit. We've been doing this for three years now, so pretty cool. And and you know, knock on wood, we haven't missed an episode yet. Every week, we've consistently put something out.
0: Sometimes even more than one episode. Oh yeah, Imagine we have more that. than
1: yeah. We have a lot of extra bonus episodes and whatnot. Sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, how are you this week?
0: How am I? Oh my, I'm well, fantastic as always. Yeah. And yourself? You're great.
1: Peachy Keen, Knee Socks and Lollipops. What? I said I'm Peachy Keen, Knee Socks and Lollipops. Okay. Yeah, I'm good.
0: Great. All right, then. That's that's, uh, wonderful. Mm. So what are we going to talk about this week, my beautiful lady?
1: We're doing a movie review. Oh. On a very... Profound oh. movie that Profound Has not only
0: Prescient
1: <laughs> Has not only Paved way for the future But one could say predicted The future or even manifested The future with it We are talking about the 2006 comedy Idiocracy
0: Yeah, yeah. This one's kind of
1: a little scary.
0: Uh, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. I was going to say, this one's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. In that it's, you can see it kind of starting to take shape now, and it's not okay. So why don't we get into it, why don't you, do you want to give the synopsis of the film? Uh, this
1: is from IMDb. Oh, Private Joe Bowers, a decisively average American, is selected as a guinea pig for a top-secret hibernation program, but is forgotten, awakening to a future so incredibly moronic, he's easily the most intelligent person alive. That sums it up.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much, that's the movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's uh, directed and written by Mike Judge, Mm -hmm. who... A lot of people will know from Beavis and Butthead. And
1: King of the, the Hill.
0: creator of those that show and King of the Hill, yes. And,
1: and something that I read about this that I want to share is he actually came up, oh, allegedly came up with the idea for the film.
0: Allegedly?
1: I, well, it says he- Is this
0: guy, are we on trial? What is this? Allegedly?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if you can believe this stuff. Came up with the idea for the film- While he was visiting Disneyland with his family and saw two mothers, both with kids in strollers, fighting and cursing at each other. He thought it would be horrible if humanity was like this in the future. Well, thank you, Mike Judge, because you basically manifested it, apparently. No, I say allegedly because I wonder, is that just what they say or is it predictive programming? I don't know. I just wonder.
0: How is that predictive programming?
1: We've watched the movie No, We know ta- where we are today No
0: I'm talking about You say allegedly Talking about what you just read yeah. That little bit of trivia How is that little bit of trivia Predictive programming
1: The trivia isn't The movie is So his saying okay. This is how I got the idea for the film Is that really the truth Or was it something that Was kind of given to him Or told like Hey this is what we want you to do Or go with this
0: Okay. The way you worded it, you made it sound like the he was trivia a- was predictive programming. No. And I'm saying, how's that predictive programming? No. Okay. Okay. I just want to be clear. Okay. That. That's, That's cool. All. all right. So anyway, Mike Judge, as I was trying to say, King of the Hill, Beavis and Bud-Ed, he wrote and directed this. He also did the movie Office Space, which we both enjoyed. 1999, it's a phenomenal movie. Right. And the the HBO series Silicon Valley, which you never watched, but I loved that show. I thought it was fantastic. So yeah, Mike Judge. He he does a lot of cool stuff, a lot of a lot of enjoyable stuff, I think. And this is one of those movies.
1: Yes. Yeah, so this is starring Luke Wilson, Maya Rudolph, Jack Shepherd, Terry Cruz. And there's a bunch of other people in it as well. Uh kind of secondary, but those are more of the main characters. There's of the a movie. bunch of other
0: people in the movie.
1: Oh my god, yes. I know I do that. I was gonna there's get There's so to many it. people
0: in this movie.
1: There are actors in this movie. And That's my favorite. People. Oh, there's
0: so many people in it. Oh, no kidding.
1: Meaning I'll get to the names eventually if I do.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So essentially, like we said, this guy is in the military. He and Rita, played by Maya Rudolph,
0: who is a prostitute, yes, a working girl, if yes. you
1: will, uh, get put into hibernation, a for, sex worker, yes, for the oldest profession for uh, a military project that's turning top tricks for money, yeah, and her pimp upgrade,
0: upgrade,
1: <laughs> basically pimped her out to do this. She project. charges
0: by the hour,
1: yeah. Mm, I can wait. So good. <laughs> Bet you can.
0: So well, yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of uh, yeah. So anyway, essentially, Luke Wilson volunteer. No, he doesn't really volunteer. Voluntold. He's told. He's yeah, exactly. That's a better better way of putting it. He's told that he's going to be taking part in this experiment where he's going to hibernate for a year, essentially to test out this stuff and. The the person in charge of the project gets kicked out of the military for
1: Because he basically got into the pimp game. Because he got into the pimp game, right? Yeah. And But the thing with this character, Luke Wilson's character, Joe Bowers, he's totally average, completely average at everything.
0: And he, yeah, and he just I think what was his job? He he's basically He's working in like a library sits kind of and watches TV, yeah. but but he's in the military or whatever. Anyway.
1: When they tell me to lead, follow, or get out of the way. I get out of the way.
0: I get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's in- to embarrass you to lead or at least follow. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of really awesome, memorable lines, quotes from this movie that um, thinking back, thinking today about a lot of the words and things that are said might be considered not appropriate.
0: Yeah, yeah. We can't use a lot of that language now. Because, because people get offended. And we'd probably get kicked off of...
1: No, go, go ar- ahead. No, I was just going to say, which is kind of funny, because as much as this movie it feels like it's coming true in certain ways, that's the one thing where nobody is offended in this movie.
0: No, they're the opposite of it, actually. They
1: just don't give a they fuck. And care. I think that's kind yeah. of the one good thing where it's you can say what you want and people don't care. I
0: mean and and I we've had this talk before. I were there's no such thing as a bad word. It's just bad intent mm-hmm. behind the words. But nowadays, everybody's so sensitive, you can't say anything. It's like, okay, whatever. So, yeah, in the interest of not getting kicked off of any platforms that host our show, we're not going to repeat some of these words. We're not I don't know because why do you want to get kicked off for a, a movie review because you want to say the go watch the movie people figure out exactly what we're talking about and it it's quite quite honestly it's it's funny I don't care it's funny it's really it's, funny it's funny yeah.
1: I want to mention the names of the people in this movie Sure So when The character names The character names And little things that I picked up on When Joe goes to the hospital The girl checking him in Her name is like Big E's Like B-I-G-E-E-Z Yeah <laughs> And then um Dr. Lexus Played by Justin Long
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude your shit's fucked up. Dude. <laughs> you're like, you know, you're, just, you're so when, like. When um, I have,
1: a, what, you know, when, I, when something like this happens, I just cut a, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll be this many dollars.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, and uh, you got during rehabilitation, Beef Supreme. Yes. The newscasters. We're going to take you live to Formica Davis. (laughs) And she gets on, thank you, Velveeta. Frito, played by Dax Shepard.
0: Frito. Frito. Awesome.
1: There's just the the names. It's hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very, very, yeah. It's like they used, like, products. It it was almost like a product placement Mm -hmm. kind of thing, but...
1: But, and they were clever with that, with the whole like yeah. in showing the evolution of Fud Ruckers.
0: Yes, Fud Ruckers evolved or devolved, I guess you could say,
1: to butt fuckers. <laughs> Which I'm. I, and, and. When I first heard of Fud Ruckers, that was the first and, thing that popped in my mind. So I don't know, maybe I belong in that future because that's and, exactly where my mind went when I saw that place.
0: And. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're they're showing it and and they're having like kids birthday parties. They show it
1: as a kids birthday party. Yeah. And
0: oh yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, so it's it's funny.
1: Welcome to Carl's Jr. <laughs> oh my goodness! You didn't give me out of damn fries. I can't feed my kids, Carl's Jr. Oh, you can't feed your kids, Carl's Jr. Has determined that you're a bad mother. <laughs> your children will be taken away and put in the care of Carl's Jr. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they they there was uh yeah.
1: It, it's yeah, a lot Pretty. of product placement the Brondo which is supposed to be Gatorade. It's got yeah. electrolytes. It's
0: got it's, a, it's got what plants crave. And so barely in this future there's no crops. Dust. And there's dust everywhere because the nothing is being watered because the corporation Brondo which makes this electrolyte drink like a Gatorade. Has bought everything and wants their stuff used to water plants, mm-hmm. and obviously now water don't, is
1: used in the toilet.
0: Water is only used in the toilet. People don't even drink water in in this future.
1: Yeah, they show a baby and drink, drinking, drinking the Brando out of a <laughs> yeah bottle.
0: So just ridiculous.
1: But basically, these scientists didn't want to focus on the important things and they focused on like growing hair and longer lasting erections so this is the future that happened and all the smart people died out
0: yeah so very very interesting way to get to that future Mm. but that's that's what it said now i don't think i mean there were certain aspects of the movie obviously that I don't think we're going in that direction for that. But there there were other things that they showed that are scarily, eerily kind of, I think, where we are kind of heading right now. One of those things being the the wrist. Everybody's got a a barcode tattooed on their wrist.
1: UPC code. Tattooed on them. Yes. And Joe didn't have one and he was an unscannable. Yes.
0: He was He was called an unscannable. It's your was, tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody's got a tattoo and that's how they pay for things. Scannable. Does that sound kind of familiar? Does that sound a little familiar to anybody that maybe is kind of paying attention to what's going on in the mm-hmm. world nowadays? Is that where we're heading? Are we all going to have a tattoo?
1: I I, I don't think I'm going to get one No but but I even remember years ago People talked about like Oh you could just get a tattoo of a barcode And then have that And now it's gone from tattoos and barcodes To microchips and implanting microchips In you to get access to work I mean there are actually Places that I've heard For corporations that You can have a microchip Implanted in your wrist To get in and out of work to pay for things, like when you go to the work cafeteria.
0: Right, yeah. And that's, people
1: voluntarily do it. They think it's cool.
0: All in the name of convenience, all mm-hmm. in the name of uh, technology, and, and yeah, I, I, I don't get it. But that's that's a, a big part of this movie, is that yeah everybody's got one of those and, barcodes. And
1: one of the things, when you think about a UPC code, that stands for Universal Purchase Code, which to me comes off like we are just something that is purchased because we're the ones wearing the barcode essentially if this movie were real and we're just a thing we're not actually sovereign beings we're not individuals we are just a product here to serve a limited purpose like greeting people at Costco welcome to Costco I love you
0: yeah. Yep. So that's pretty. Yeah. Another thing, the uh, the the barcode it, it gets picked up by surveillance cameras all all around. Well, they round, have these right? scanners. Those right. So so and and obviously it's t- tied into everything. So at one point, the main character gets uh, he he's on the run essentially, and. <laughs> Uh because he escaped escapes from jail in, in the most ridiculous way possible. But anyway, uh so he's a he's escaped convict now uh on the run and his barcode gets picked up by he something. He moves his
1: arm there in the car, he's with Frito, and he lifts his hand up and it just happens to go by something that scanned it because it, it's just a light that shines for a barcode going by.
0: And it and and immediately it, it it's it's like the internet of things that they want to that they're talking about doing now it it goes off everywhere so everybody knows that this car has this guy in it mm-hmm. and the car gets stopped
1: it's an electric it car it gets shut off mm-hmm.
0: so that it can't it can't move it can't he can't drive and
1: what are they doing right now they're pushing electric cars and i've always been very wary of electric cars because anything that's so computerized could somebody get in, even just with computerized in general, like, can somebody try to stop it? But especially with electric, you know, it's just so much more easy to control you and prevent you from going places if they, yeah, people so, wanted you to not go.
0: Right. And, yeah, and, and obviously electric cars are going to limit movement mm-hmm. because you can only go so far until you get a charge it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, those cross-country trips probably aren't going to happen much anymore once we go all electric everybody. Uh, so yeah, that that was kind of that was interesting. And then also the 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 police then show up and no questions asked, no nothing. They immediately just open fire on the vehicle and just start destroying it and blowing it up. Like okay. So obviously in that future there's no no real no, justice. No justice. It's just kind of the authority figures show up and just shoot you. And when
1: you think <laughs> about how stupid they are, yeah. they just, I mean, you see him, there's like a rocket launcher going up It hits an airplane. There's, you know, a guy shooting up in the air.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. So yeah, just that, that's kind of yikes. Mm-hmm. Like that's where we're heading. And in
1: terms of getting scanned and then just his face when he was at Costco, And you see a picture of him on screen and it's like wanted for being a dick, (laughs) which is an awesome charge. Yes. But with that, it just makes you think again of that connectivity where instantly, whereas when you think about years ago, if you were searching for somebody, the steps that it took to get your picture out there. And now with technology and social media, somebody's picture can be up within seconds and that information is spread all over and it can be useful in certain ways, but it's also a little scary when you think about how, especially where people don't get the full story and a lot of times these quote unquote journalists, they just speculate and that's the news you're given and it's to take it as truth until you hear otherwise, and they just make shit up and speculate and say, "Here you go that that's what it is when it's not necessarily true and so for again this guy who's not a criminal but painted as one and to be out there, it's really scary to think of we're so close to that. We are so close to that
0: for sure yeah it's it's uh yeah it's <laughs> it's definitely scary, but yeah, uh so seeing that was just very. It, yeah it's it's crazy, especially in the last couple of years just seeing how we're like fast tracking mm. that's that's where we're heading and so hopefully like it stops. hopefully it, we all wake up and and resist a little bit maybe oh, I push hope so. back a little bit.
1: One of the things that I kind of pick up on seeing is the lack of caring for a lot of people. So you see these employees at places and they just don't care. they just they're there they're going through the motions. They probably don't want to be there. And I've experienced and witnessed that a lot with customer service and even doctor's offices where you're bothering them by showing up. And that's the mentality in a lot of places where there's no more friendliness, there's no more caring. People don't want to be there, but they have to be. And they're go- it's almost like, I'm going to be miserable, so let me make you miserable too. <laughs> or there's just complete like no caring. Just
0: apathy yeah.
1: yeah complete apathy yeah. and that's something that one of those similarities where i've noticed that's kind of parallel to this movie
0: yeah scary <laughs> scary stuff the president is a porn star he's a
1: wrestler he's a
0: he's a wrestler and and i i can see I don't know if it's gonna happen for sure, but I can totally see in the next ten years, maybe I can totally see the Rock and the president's running for president. First
1: name is Dwayne.
0: Is it in the movie? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, is it? Wow. President
1: Camacho. His first name is Dwayne. Wow. He has like a few other names in between.
0: Wow. Yes. No it's kidding. Dwayne. No kidding. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. I th- I thought it was just Camacho. I didn't get his first name. No
1: coincidence? yikes! Synchronicity. Very yeah.
0: interesting. I c- but yes, I totally see The Rock running for president mm-hmm. at some point. I mean, I think I he, think
1: he even said he's thought about it or something. We
0: haven't seen the show Young Rock, but I believe that's the premise of that show. Is he is sitting down? I think it takes. Pl- He's sitting down, giving an interview and reminiscing, talking about his younger days as he's giving like a an interview with somebody about running for president. Hmm. I think like because I read somewhere like when the first show came out, I think it like the show opens in like twenty thirty two or something, and he's talking about yeah, I'm running for president or something like that, and he talks about where he came from and how he came up, and then it goes into like the past and his young rock days or whatever something like that anyway but I could totally see him absolutely running for president at some point and it would not shock me at all if he won at all would he be the best person for the job well really I mean come on <laughs> is 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 anybody really doing one person doing that job come on it's it, obviously we all know they're puppets and figureheads mm-hmm. but I could totally see him. Being selected he's a for good that. Actor. Oh yeah, and he's charismatic, and people will listen, and yeah, for sure. So that that was interesting, and uh-huh. I can see that definitely being something that happens in the near future.
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh, I, again, it's it's one of those movies that to me is very weird because it's highly entertaining. It's extremely funny. There's all these quotes that are just so fun to to say. Then it's also just when you think about where we are now, especially when I first watched that movie, I loved it, but I thought that's really scary, and I could see us heading there in the future. It wouldn't shock me. And then as time went on, because this movie is what sixteen years old now.
0: Yes, came out in oh six, I believe yeah. 2000, 2000, 2006, It's
1: 2006. like we're it's like we're in <laughs> the year twenty five is it twenty five? I think I think
0: I think so. It takes place like five hundred years, years into the future or something. Yeah. I don't think it's to take us five hundred years to get to a lot of those things. I hope we don't ever become stupid like with the way the people in the movie are portrayed. It wouldn't shock me if if a a, a portion of the population goes that way because I see a portion of the population that way now, not to the extremes as depicted in the movie, but I. A lot of dumb people out there, One of the
1: interesting things is in the beginning, they show how the population got like that because you have the really smart people who are saying, oh, no, we're not going to have children yet. We're going to, you know, put, we're, we have our career. It's not time. We, we have so much we want to do. And then, oh, the market's not good. And then it's, we're having trouble having a baby because we're so much older by the time we're ready. Whereas these... Not so intelligent people are just like breeding bunnies, just constantly, and then their kids are breeding bunnies, and so it just spreads.
0: The, what was it? The football player? He's the, the he's he's like a high school kid. Yeah, right?
1: Cleavon Jr. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's he's like had his arm around like four or five girls. Oh yeah. fuck all of you.
1: And then it shows all those chicks getting <laughs> pregnant, having babies, and like, it's just like spreading.
0: Oh, uh, so yeah, just anyway.
1: But so they show how this happens. And some of the interesting things that I see as the comparison for real life with what I see a lot of people who uh, yes, they're like people who don't care and they have babies, but I feel like there are a lot of intelligent people who have kids. And then there are the people who I'm not saying they're intelligent, but there's so many people who don't want to have kids whether they just don't want kids or they have their career so i don't see it necessarily as a smart versus dumb thing i i just see it as either you're having kids or you're not i mean we have three kids and we're not dumb
0: uh, i don't think we're dumb yeah so
1: just kind of comparing that and also, everyone says the the Earth is so overpopulated. The United States is so overpopulated, but it's really not. And in the past couple of years, there were studies that showed that the population decreased because people aren't having kids.
0: We yeah. I think, so I
1: found that an interesting contrast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, well, I read somewhere. I think I I got into this argument with my brother a while back about overpopulation and and. I asked him, I said, look, because he does a lot of travel for his job. And I asked him, I said, when you drive somewhere or you're flying somewhere and you look down, do you just see people everywhere? No, you see people in the cities. There is so much space and land that is not populated. There is so much open space and there's so much room and you could fit, from a thing I read, you could fit the entire world's population in the state of Texas. The Earth's not overpopulated. That's bullshit. And
1: is it like each person gets like, <laughs> and
0: each person so could have space. like, like an acre of land or something like that. And yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So the to to anybody that says the Earth's overpopulated, no, it's not. It's that's nonsense. And anybody that ever travels outside of their city. If you ever drive, like, drive through Pennsylvania, for example, there's woods and forest everywhere.
1: Go to northern Maine.
0: There's, come on, to say that the Earth's overpopulated, no, it's not overpopulated. It's it's actually trending the other way now.
1: But even with that, it, it doesn't matter in terms of population if you have people just devolving.
0: Right, yeah. But anyway... I was talking about the contrast of the
1: population of, like, dumb people. Okay. Well,
0: you're all, but I think think in the future we're going to see, I I don't think it's necessarily the intelligence that drops. I think it's the awareness Mm. that drops more than anything. Because I think inherently humans are intelligent. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's it's how controllable are we?
1: Well, it it just how moldable are our psyches, our
0: our personalities and things
1: because it just popped in my head as you were talking about and we've said it before people aren't taught to think anymore. Correct. And I know people who just they don't want to think for themselves. They just want to be told what to do. Just okay, What do you want? Just tell me. Tell me what you want to do. I don't want to think for myself. I don't want to have to do anything more. Just tell me so I can do it and get it done. And maybe that's, that's because people don't want to, th- they're not being taught to think for themselves. I don't know. I feel like it's a mix between programming and laziness. It's- but I feel like the program brings the laziness and the laziness allows the programming to get deeper. It's like a vicious circle.
0: Right, it's it, yeah. You're not just born lazy. You, you that's something you're taught. That's something you learn either by observation or by by programming, like you said. I I think that. I, I mean, if you if you grow up and you're raised just to sit and watch TV, and if you need food, you just go to your fridge or you go to the grocery store. You're not really having ever having to do anything. So yeah, you're you're. Especially our, the last few generations, you, you've been conditioned to have everything convenient. And then especially in more recent years, everything is more instant, the instant gratification now. So the, the mechanism that we have as humans to work hard, the, that, that's been kind of taken out. It's, yeah. it's been it's been bred out and not bred out of us, but it's been conditioned out of us okay. out of most of us Everybody's afraid to work hard now because why why should I work hard? Well, what do technology I have to work for?
1: has taken Te- away a lot of that hard work right like the, the physical labor for many people
0: Right, and then the the instant gratification nobody wants to work hard to achieve and attain anything because I want it now. I don't want to wait. I want to have a pill that will get me slimmer that will help me lose weight I don't want to work out. I don't want to eat, right? I don't want to do anything.
1: You know what's <laughs> funny? You say, because I don't want to wait. And I thought, that's how I feel when I plant my seeds for my garden. I don't want to wait for my seeds to sprout. I want them to grow now. That's just my excitement.
0: Yeah, but but I mean, but that's... But that's, I still wait. Yeah, but um, what I'm saying is that's uh, collectively as a society, as uh, as humans now, mm-hmm. that's what we're... That's what's been happening
1: I have to wait more than two days To get my package from Amazon What the fuck
0: I Do you remember growing up It was Six to eight weeks Six to eight weeks Yes <laughs> And you yeah So you would have to send it out for something And so obviously it takes time for it to go from you Usually to a couple wherever. Of weeks yeah. And then the, they get it And they gotta open it Read it Process it Package it Put like it in the, the mail yeah. and send it back to you. Like the cereal take, like, box
1: tops, if you wanted yeah. to get a certain kind of prize, you had to collect so many of like the thing on the box top and you'd have to mail them in to get a certain prize.
0: I, got, I remember sending away for a G.I. Joe figure. It was William the Refrigerator Perry was a G.I. Joe, but they didn't sell him in the store. You had to send away for it. And I I don't remember if you had to collect something and send whatever, however you did it. And I to wait for it. I remember I knew it was going to take a while because they tell you it's right there, but I still would check the mail every single day, every single day. I I mean, I put the darn thing in the mailbox and the next day I'm checking. Did it come? I know it didn't, but that's what you're doing.
1: For me, it would get to the point where I I kind of forget about it. And then a month later, it shows up.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's what we had to do growing up And that was a couple decades ago now But still Oh my
1: gosh, think about growing up We had to wait If you were like me And you woke up at the crack-ass dawn at like 4 a.m You'd have to watch snow on the TV Until you got the bars Until you got the national anthem Which, by the way, has subliminal programming in it But you had to wait for TV
0: Yeah yeah.
1: We had We're used to waiting, I guess but yeah, we're- I'm
0: not used to it anymore. <laughs> I mean, it,
1: it's true, you know. We we, we all get conditioned.
0: Yeah, I, and th- I mean now I, I'm 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 trying to get back to that in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to be so. I need this now. I want this yeah. now. But I mean, for kind of a I'll turn my laptop on and I'll be sitting there, and it boots up quick. But I'll go. I have a second laptop, and I will go to, to use that for something and i'll go to boot that up and it's it's five years old and the thing takes 20 seconds to load up and i'm sitting there like come on let's go what the why is this working let's go my piece of garbage i'm getting mad at the thing because i'm so used to the the laptop i use now my my newer laptop which just boots up just like this It's 15, 20 seconds, but I find myself getting upset because it's not as fast.
1: Fuck. Remember America Online? Oh, yeah. You had to like dial in and then hear like that. Oh, it was like it.
0: it, I mean, it was probably like 45 seconds legitimately.
1: Maybe a minute and a half sometimes, depending on your connection.
0: But I mean, could you imagine sitting there waiting now for that long just to get online? Could you imagine? No way. Never, I mean, kids now, if you tell kids, yeah, you'd have to sit and you'd have to hit this button, you'd have to wait. They'd think you're nuts.
1: Kids now had to dial with a rotary phone. Nine. Oh, my gosh. And if you screwed rotary up. Rotary phone.
0: Yeah. I I had a rotary phone uh, until I think it was like nine or ten. Yeah. And then we got the the push button phones mm-hmm. and it was like the greatest thing in the world.
1: Yeah, we had rotary phones and... They're kind of a bitch. Try dialing really fast with that because you can't. <laughs> but anyway, we've kind of gone off so, topic. So we went
0: way off topic there. Wow, we went way, way off course. Yeah. So back to that movie. Um, yeah, so I, I, I thought it'd be kind of cool to look at some of the funny things that were in the movie. Okay. The uh, There was an ad, a billboard for cigarettes.
1: Tarot or tar-, 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 tar I forget.
0: I forget what the the brand was, but there I had to pause it. I had to rewind and pause it because I noticed the Surgeon General's warning. And you know, cigarette ads, even uh, obviously today, they have the, the little warning from the Surgeon General that's on the pack of cigarettes. I, I believe it's still there. Uh-huh. I, I don't smoke. I don't know, uh, but in in any advertisement, the Surgeon General's war- well, they have it on still in the future in this movie. And what it says is, warning, the Surgeon General has one lung and a voice box, but he could still kick your sorry ass. (laughs) So I thought that was funny.
1: That is, again, there are parts where I think, man, it's not that bad because there's some kind of badass awesomeness to it. Not everyone's walking around on eggshells. It just is what it is. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, so I'm looking at the IMDb trivia for some of the, some of the stuff here and what, what it says here is in addition to concerns about how to market the film 20th century Fox also grew weary of the film's frequent harsh critiques of recognizable corporations studio executives wished to shuffle the movie to DVD shelves as quickly and quietly as possible the film's contract however stipulated that it had to receive a theatrical release. The studio met the terms of the contract but provided no marketing for the film, released it in an unusually small number of cinemas in select cities, and pulled the film in all markets after only one week. So little effort was put into showing the film in theaters that some of the few cinemas that screened the film were forced to promote it as, quote, Untitled Mike Judge Project In their lists of coming attractions So I thought that was interesting They didn't want to piss off the corporations That were uh, (laughs) What did we talk about a couple weeks ago
1: (laughs) With programming
0: Yeah Yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah So
1: And when you think about it Uh, Just to compare Brondo, who owns just about everything. It was like half the country works for Brondo. Makes me think about the pharmaceutical company and just how like they control so much of everything.
0: Yeah. I I mean, but that just goes to show you too. Corporations essentially are what run everything now. That's what's running the show. It's not the government. The government's getting paid by corporations to make laws or to mm-hmm. enforce certain yeah, things.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's, that's that's where we're at now. We don't we, we don't live in a democracy. We Mm-mm. never have. We're a constitutional republic yeah. for anybody that knows the difference. But, and you
1: are its property.
0: But uh we uh yeah, we haven't been run by a government in a long time. It's corporations that run the show. So
1: so, Alex, I want to ask you, yes. what's your favorite part of the movie or maybe a favorite quote?
0: I don't know if I have a favorite part or anything like that. I, I mean, a favorite quote. I, I enjoyed the part where uh, the, the main character...
1: Joe Bowers.
0: Joe Bowers, thank you, goes into the doctor's and meets with... Uh, dr lexus yeah i i thought justin long was hilarious i thought i thought his that whole interaction was hilarious and and just really funny so i i enjoyed that part a lot uh i i i don't know i mean there was there was a lot that was funny but i don't don't know if i have like a favorite part how about you
1: it's hard for me because i'm thinking about all the parts of it and how great they are. The the in the hospital with Justin Long, Dr. Alexis, that's great. I think when when he's trying to escape, when he's getting the presidential pardon and he's gotta figure out the crops and Rita comes and he's like, Oh, I you know, because he wants to talk to her. And they're all looking at him, he's like, you know, and doing like the finger in the hole. <laughs> and they're like, that's oh right. and then they come, so he's trying to like Escape and go to the time machine And Frito draws a map for him And it's like time machine And then like just the squiggly line And then like you're here But then one of the guys Comes out uh, Was he one of the secretaries Or was he s- a security guy I can't I remember think it was a security guy. And he's like she putting out He's like oh yeah no she she just did uh, A couple of guys and I were, were wondering if we could go out our family style It's That's like true. what the fuck <laughs>
0: That's right, jeez, that's that's right, family style.
1: <laughs> family style, the fuck? Oh. Yeah, that was. Uh, there's yeah. so many like just totally ridiculous parts of this movie, and yes, <sighs> it's good. It's good shit.
0: Y- you know, we what we've been doing for a lot of our movie reviews in the recent past is we've gone to the IMDb user reviews yes. and read some reviews from people. We like to do the one star reviews. For people that didn't like the movie. Mm-hmm. And also some of the 10 star reviews for people that loved it.
1: What do you want to do first? One star or 10 star?
0: I have not read any of these. I'm just scrolling through some one stars now because there's a lot of them. So I'm going to read what? some of those first.
1: That's shocking to me.
0: Why is that shocking to you?
1: There's, it's only one star a lot.
0: Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's quite a few here. What was the average? The average rating was 6.5 stars out of 10. So it's a it's kind of above average. Mm. It's not bad. Not bad.
1: Maybe cuz it's like a cult classic perhaps. I don't know. As uh, well, goes I mean on me.
0: it's it's one of those movies that it, it didn't it, it, you didn't know it was out. It, it went right to DVD essentially. So you have the the most ratings are sevens. So most people gave it a 7. Mm. So that's good. That seems to have the highest number here, but we anyway we like to go to the one and the 10 because those are always the funniest so let's do
1: the
0: ones. so let's do some ones all right here's here we go one star from last liberal from september 11th 2007 the title of his review the dumbest movie i have ever seen okay i cannot believe that beer fest could ever be beaten this is the absolute worst movie of all time I don't know how anyone can think this was funny. There wasn't one laugh in it. It was more of a documentary on what is going to happen when NASCAR fans and reality show fans reproduce. I know that's cold, but they might find some humor in this. You have to be misogynistic, love fart jokes, and think that someone getting kicked in the balls is a hoot. What's up with that? Luke Wilson has made three movies that I know of with Will Ferrell. It has definitely screwed him up. He should buy the rights to this and destroy it. There you go.
1: Okay, that was weird. It's a dumb movie. It's kind of supposed to be, like, that's the theme is dumbness. That's kind of the point. But, but yeah.
0: All right. Let's see. I'm, like, thinking
1: <laughs> Will Ferrell isn't even in this movie.
0: He, he didn't say. It,
1: so. But he's saying Luke Wilson did movies with Will Ferrell. Yeah. But I don't know what that has to do with this. I guess uh, I, that right. reference went over my head.
0: I guess it did. I'll explain it to you later. Oh. Here here's another one. One star from One Potato 2, March twelfth, 2007. The title of this review, America. A beautiful five-minute setup persuades you that America is heading for reproductive oblivion. This part is pretty funny, but it's all downhill from there, with a script written seemingly by either a numb SNL writer or a pro wrestler. It's a tired retread of Roman Coppola's equally awful Spirit of 76. Have you ever met anyone who describes themselves as a fan of Luke Wilson movies? I'm at a loss for what makes people go to a Luke Wilson movie. He has one style of delivering his lines, no matter what the part. Sincerity with raised eyebrows. He's easy on the eyes, but I've never laughed at a single word that has come out of his mouth. Inexplicably, there he is, the lead in half a dozen comedies. Maya Rudolph breaks into film here with a part that's beneath her.
1: What's up with the hate for Luke Wilson? What the fuck did he do to anybody? I don't know.
0: Just the the random one stars. That's what people are hating on Luke Wilson. I
1: like to Luke Wilson. I don't
0: know. (laughs) All right. Here's another one star review. I wished this film had been better. I really did. By M.P. Murr. September 17th, 2007. These are all 2007. So I read that Mike Judge borrowed the idea from C.M. Kornbluth's Marching Morons, but like most Hollywood films today, everyone borrows from someone else. So I watched this film wondering if Fox made the right decision to let this film sit around and then basically let it die a sad death. After 10 minutes, I realized that they made a good decision. It is bad. Not particularly bad acting. Maya Rudolph and Luke Wilson seemed more than adequate delivering their lines. It was not even a particularly bad idea. It's just that the idea didn't really materialize into anything more. The script was flat, one-dimensional, character-destroying, and just plain horrible. Some nice touches, mostly visual, but the script didn't make sense and the actors were forced to meander through a waste of 84 minutes of everyone's time. As I said, I really wanted to like this movie. I really did.
1: Okay, now I'm questioning... I, I, are people trying to look too much into this movie It's supposed to be a comedy It's just supposed to be dumb and make you laugh And think a little bit But I don't know I feel like people are just expecting too much <laughs>
0: <laughs> From a movie called Idiocracy Right <laughs> Alright Here's here, uh, This will be the last one star we do Then we'll do some other ones Terrible by A. Jennings 68133 August 24th 2017 I did not like this at all. The characters were just too dumb for me. I see it got some good ratings, so maybe it was just not for me. I found it painful to watch. I like Luke Wilson, which is one reason we got it. I think the actors did the best with what they had, but it was just not
1: my cup of tea. The reading, like listening to these reviews, just made me think of the movie, in the movie, the the number one hit, ass. (laughs) That's right. That's (laughs) right.
0: ass it's he goes to the movies and it's it's literally everyone's sitting there watching a movie screen just of just some dudes some ass. dudes bare ass <laughs> and that's the whole movie and that what, is, what did the narrator says? Like, that won the Academy Award yeah. or something? That
1: and then, like, when Luke Wilson becomes president at the end and he's like, <laughs> I want to live in a place where we care about whose ass it is and why it's farting. It's just so fucking ridiculous.
0: Yes, yes. <sighs> All right, why don't we move on to some 10-star reviews and let's see yeah. some people that maybe love this movie even more than us. Let's see here. We've got... 10 stars the title of the review six or excuse me sick sixth sense of the zeitgeist that's a tongue twister lucifer over tinseltown september gets cut off i can't read it okay 14 years ago this film predicted with exacting accuracy the dumb it down dystopia we would find ourselves mired in in 2020 Were the filmmakers clairvoyant or is the human race just that predictable? It doesn't take a profit to answer that question. Anyway, it should have won eight Oscars that year, including Best Screenplay. There you go. (laughs) Another 10 out of 10. As a prediction, full marks. Paris Impression HY. And again, the date gets cut off. I can't, I don't know what's up with that. This is actually a prophetic movie. Moreover, its predictions are very accurate. Well, it will be 2022 soon, and its predictions are obviously getting more and more accurate. Should I laugh or cry?
1: Is there any earlier ones that, like, more closer to when it came out?
0: Yes, I see one here from February 7th, 2008. Wow, scary with two smiley faces by Amit Knea. This film is quite scary. Well, what do I mean by this? I meant to say that it frightens me as this is our possible future. No joke. Watch it and cry as your grand, grand, grand grandchildren will suffer. Take a long look at our bleak future. Sad face. It is logic. Successful people, educated, career-minded will not have children or might have one or two max. Yet the lazy arses getting unemployment benefits, child benefit, and such will keep on multiplying like bunnies. Outcome Idiocracy. Apart from the sad reality factor, smiley face, smiley face, they managed to take the pee out of everyone. I didn't really get how they were still advanced, had cars, big plasma TVs, weapons, clothes, considering everyone was so dumb, smiley face, smiley face. No one could do anything right, yet they had all this technology and food, lots of fast food. That's one thing I wish got explained. Maybe they had monkeys working in factories?
1: Well, and I just want to say with that, the food obviously shows it's not natural food. When you think about all these chemically processed, GMO, fake kind of foods, that's what they're eating. It's shit. Like they're eating. What's that thing out of the tub? I'm blanking on what it was called, and I'm like, "What is that?" It was like eat it by the fingerful, and they just like scoop in the bucket and they're eating it. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, right. It fat, looked like cheese whiz fat. or something. I don't, I don't I, know. I don't know. It was. it
1: was tough to say. Um, and then they had all this fat fast food, which to me said because it's not actually real meat. It's not anything healthy. It's just shit it's garbage and the other thing too is they kind of i thought set it up where all the smart people kind of took care of everything for them so that's why they have it
0: here's another review 10 stars
1: i like by the way how i'm explaining it like i fucking know yeah <laughs>
0: How is this movie not better known by Garth Lotel, February 24th, 2018? This movie is genius. It is hysterically funny, plus has a storyline that is eerily prescient. Wow, oh, there's that word again. It is art in its greatest form, satirizing the state of society and our rapid demise spiral towards Huxley's brave new world. A must see for anyone who is worried about the future of humanity.
1: Hmm. Want to do one more? Give us one something more. good.
0: A good ten. A good ten. Oh geez. Uh, I, I, I haven't read any, so I'm just kind of picking them. All right, here's the last pick one. Good. Okay. Um I'm looking. Give me <laughs> Thanks a lot for putting that pressure on me. You're welcome. All right. Ten out of ten. Mike Judge predicted America's future by Boat Top, June nineteenth, twenty twenty. But sadly, the future is not five hundred years from now. It began in November twenty sixteen when President T Capital R U M P was elected. Why is it written like that's weird? I don't know. Okay, the idiots are now T Rump was elected. The idiots are now running and burning this country to the ground. And this film shows the morons and how uneducated forty percent of Americans are. Mike Judge is a modern-day prophet. Now, if only the 60% can get out and vote and possibly save this world from Hitler's spawn and his brown shirts, make idiocracy a fairy tale. Sad face emoji.
1: Some of the shit people say in this review, (laughs) you're seriously judging a group of people because they like NASCAR? You think they're fucking redneck hillbilly fucks? Like, wow.
0: I love that people getting, need to
1: step off their high horse. It's uh, just all I'll, the judgment.
0: I love how you're getting so mad because I'm some, not
1: mad. It's like wow, the judgment. What do, you, what do you think? What do you think you're gonna find? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm gonna ring one last one. Okay. Ten out of ten. I wish it didn't ring so true by Holly Jim, January twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Thoroughly enjoyed this cringeworthy movie. Some people give up on it too soon. There you go. And that's that's that. Short and sweet. That's it. Huh. Yeah, I mean, well, but that's the thing though with the internet, everybody, everybody has an opinion, and and a lot of people will write reviews like that.
1: But you're generalizing a but, major group of people. But
0: that's our society now. That's we've talked about I this know. on our show. That's everybody has to be put in a group. Everybody's labeled as something. And divided. And I divided. Know. That's just but what it just is. But it's just
1: proving the point that they yes. fall into it.
0: It The people, it's ironically, the people who are most educated are the ones that are most easily manipulated. And most easily are, are the ones that, they're the ones that do a lot of that stuff. The, the educated people. Mm. Are the ones that because
1: they've been allowed themselves to be indoctrinated for so long. That's
0: typically what happens. Pre-K
1: yeah. through all that college.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there you have it. That's idiocracy. We went on a bunch of side tracks and side tangents and side conversations, like we, we hope typically you do. Have fun with us, but hey, that's what we do here. Yeah. So until next time, three years.
1: Three years. Happy anniversary Three to years.
0: us! Happy, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy, happy, happy! <laughs> is that like a? Is that something you just made up on the spot? No, was is that from something?
1: Uh, wasn't there like a movie and they're at a restaurant? I don't and know. Doing like the happy anniversary, happy anniversary.
0: I don't know. You were looking at me as you're doing it, like I'm supposed to catch on and know what it you're was like talking going about, like, about.
1: Happy, 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 ha- and they kind of like because uh, something happened. I can't think of the movie now. I'm blanking on it. If you know, please remind me. You
0: got me. You got me. I don't know, but
1: apparently neither do
0: I. Happy anniversary to us, and thank you to everybody that stuck with us. We
1: love you and appreciate you. And if you've just found
0: us, well, you got three years of stuff to go back and listen to if you want.
1: Good luck with that.
0: Have fun. (laughs) We sure did. We did. (laughs) And here's to another three hundred years.
1: Fuck yeah!
0: Boom. Yeah, there it is. All right. Until next time, I am. The Golden Greek Alex Herion joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, the lovely Monique.
1: And you've been listening to The Homewrecker Podcast.
0: We love hearing from and interacting with our hearers and watchers. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter.
1: At HomewreckerPod.
0: You can also visit our website.
1: Homewreckerpodcast.com
0: where you can check out past episodes and pick up some Homeworker podcast gear from our online store.
1: Also, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're hearing or watching our show. That way you can be notified whenever a new episode drops. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can check out the video versions of our show at YouTube and Brideon.
0: You can also find Monique in a few places online as well.
1: I'm on Twitter, at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. If you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, incense, candles, and other cool things, you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Or if you're interested in hypnotherapy, you can go to innerstandingshypnosis.com to schedule a free 20-minute consult. And follow me on Twitter, at Monique PCHT. And Alex, how can people find you?
0: You can find me on Twitter, at TheAlexArian. And you can check out my website, AlexArianFitness.com.
1: And if that's too much to remember, we get it. That's why we put it all in our show notes.
0: Thanks for spending your time with us, and we appreciate all of your support.
1: We do. Thank you. We love you.